Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the No Easy Way Out podcast. My name is Tony Nash and we are coming to you as always from the Woodworth Building, beautiful downtown Owasso, home to my company, AZ Branding Solutions, where we help grow your brand from A to Z. So uh, my guest today is someone that is very familiar in the building. We see him all the time. He's just our, our neighbor here. Of course, you've probably seen him around the community a lot. You can't miss him. He's a big, tall guy. He works with one of our favorite clients, someone that we worked with a long time, and we've had his boss on the podcast a couple of times, and that is the one and only Mr. Leo Deason. Leo, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. It's great to have you, man. I'm excited about the big things you got going and the things that you're doing. So before we get into all the things with Woodworth Commercial, as well as the uh, you know your work with the fire department, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I grew up pretty locally, mid-Michigan. Um, grew up over in Williamson, Michigan. Ended up moving to Owasso five or six years ago um, and working in the commercial real estate industry. Um, long-standing family background in, in service. So, um, you know, grandparents, everything like that, were all in the fire service, joined up. Um, really very involved in the community. I love doing that kind of stuff. Absolutely. We appreciate your service to the community. And, of course, a lot of people might, you know, know your dad because he was very involved with the chamber he was you know very responsible for getting the armory up and yeah. running which was a huge uh big thing for the community big win for the community and of course president of the chamber for years and so and you know famous bass bass player for several bands the oh, dirt yeah. surfers the most dirt noticeably surfers. <laughs> <laughs> notably so and he could rock a pink suit like no one i've ever seen oh, that he can but he's now in hawaii he is and he's on uh, the big island you're still back here in, in michigan um, and, uh, so, but how did you get going with Woodworth commercial and kind of what is your role there? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually was studying engineering. I was in college. Um, I was working an engineering job and I, I just didn't like it. Um, I hated going to work. You. Yeah. It wasn't for me. I was in a cubicle. Um, it just oh, yeah. really wasn't, I mean, as you guys know, I'm a social person. I love being out in front of people. I love, you know, making impacts day to day and being in a cubicle was just, it was slowly sucking the life out of me. Um, so I I met Randy, um, actually through my dad. Um, I I think the first time we officially like had a conversation was at a chamber golf outing event, um, in which I kind of just told Randy like, Hey, I, you know, I don't love what I'm doing. Um, and he was like, Hey, we've always got room for, for guys that are willing to take the jump. Um, and a week later I was, a real estate agent ready to go and in his office learning as much as I could. Now you're you're killing it in the real estate game, not just helping other people, but even in your own life, you know, making real estate investments and and uh, working on that first gen wealth, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you were just on Randy's podcast recently. So you know, you made the jump from engineering and working in the cubicle, which I totally get. Like I I did that for a while and I felt like the walls were closing in on me every day. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know, and it was a super easy job, but just I need to be up and around yeah. and talking to people and, like you said, making an impact, doing things that mean something to me. And so, <clears throat> what is it that you like most about now working in the the real estate world? What do you enjoy most about that? So personally, I love seeing my friends succeed um, and seeing my friends make 
their dreams come true. I'm kind of getting to the age right now. I'm late twenties. Um, a lot of my friends are between 25 and 35, right? So a lot of them have kind of taken their first steps into the business world and then they're starting to do their own thing. So my personal favorite thing about real estate is I get to be that voice of like, Hey, you can do this. Hey, you can, you know, these are avenues that you can go down. Um, and with that, like I've gotten to see some, some close friends, like meet their dreams, yeah, you know, amazing. and like really coach them through that stuff, which is absolutely my favorite part of the job. So tell us, going back to Woodworth commercial, tell us, I mean, I know we've had Randy on a couple of times and Randy's, you know, he's always all over the place talking about himself and what Woodworth does, but you know, from your words, what are some of the things that Woodworth commercial offers and who is somebody listening that should reach out to Woodworth commercial? So anybody looking to take that first step, right, is is kind of who we are looking to talk to. Um, I, I deal a lot in like small retail, first startups, people who they have no idea what they want to do, but they know they want to do something. Um, so I, I would say like our specialty is small community development. We love working in these communities that, you know, have a small individual, like I would like to open a coffee shop, right? We've got fosters we worked with, mm -hmm. um, black dog coffee out of Eaton Rapids. Um, these companies are people that they have this dream. They have this vision. They don't necessarily know exactly what their first steps are, or they're, you know, they're still at a farmer's market. They're looking at brick and mortar. And we are that Avenue for a lot of people on like, Hey, let's build a strategy for you. Yeah. Let's take that next step. Or even knowing like, what's the, where do I even begin when it comes to looking for commercial space? Like, do I have to buy it? Can I lease it? What does a lease look like? What are the benefits of buying versus leasing? Right. And there, there are, you know, tr it is a big contrast and there are some times where leasing is the right move and there are some times where buying is the right move and a lot of times people don't know that and I know Woodworth Commercial has helped me through every step of the process. We started eight years ago. I have a little closet in my house. I got to a point where I couldn't work at home and Randy found me like literally a janitor's closet in the exchange building that they cleaned out, painted, put some carpeting in. Love it. And it was like eight by eight, just me, you know. Then I hired an employee and realized I needed something bigger. He found me something up on the third floor with a window and it was like Ooh, a 12 window. by 12, you nice. know, moving on up almost, you know, almost doubled my space and I had a window to look out of and then we need another space. So he got me the space next door and then he came to me and he's like, Hey, we're doing this project, uh, for the armory. And he goes, I think it'd be a good fit for you. And of course I looked at it and the price, I'm like, there's no way I could afford that. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, we're talking, it's two years away. And I think that you're going to be there in two years. So even the fact that he approached me two years before I was even thinking about, like I was oh, just absolutely. trying to figure out how I'm going to afford the space I'm in now, but he knew of my vision. And so he came to me and is like, I think this would be good for you. Now I know he's trying to get leases signed, but he's thinking about how to help me grow. And so I signed the pre-lease and he's like, you can back out if you need to, but you're not going to need to. And by the time the armory opened, you know, we jumped in mm -hmm. and we started to outgrow that really quick. And, then he showed me this space that we're in now. And first it was going to be the one next door. And I think uh, BitLift was going to be in here. And then BitLift backed out. And I'm like, I want this. Like, can I afford it? And he's like, no, you can't afford it. But let's talk about how we can get you there. And he worked with me on a tiered lease program and helped me make it happen. You yeah, know? And, absolutely. And helped me make the dream. And then, of course, uh, we bought the print shop, which right. he was the owner of. And he called me about John Hankard selling that building and said, hey, I think this would be a good fit for you. And and then Darker moved out. And I'm like, oh, it'd be great to have all my people under one roof. And so oh, I called yeah. Randy. He's like, dude, we just got into this one. But he helped me every step of the way. And, and I'm not trying to necessarily 
inflate Randy's ego any more than it needs to be. Uh, <laughs> but just the fact that like he's been very much a part of the growth of my business oh, absolutely. And, and Woodworth commercial. And there's many times where he's had me work with his guys and we worked with you and just you guys are always so good at, you know, helping see not just where we are, but where we're going and how to facilitate that and work with us. And, and of course, Woodworth has been a client of ours since the very beginning of our business. It was the first website ever built was Woodworth Commercials website for, that's awesome. uh, for our uh, for a company, you know. So that's really uh, that's so important, right? I mean, we we see the value in that every day, right? right? I I don't really care about signing a lease and making five hundred dollars. I right. care about seeing this company grow and yeah. signing the next lease and the next lease and showing them how you know powerful their business can grow. Well, and there's been you know in eight years of being a business, there's been eight to 10 moments where Woodworth commercial was extremely instrumental in us taking the next step and helping us and making us believe we could do it. And so I think the value of working with you guys is not just, well, here's a broker. I'm going to show me a space and I'll get the key and unlock it and I'll let you look at it. Right. Like you guys are actually, you hear like, here's my business idea. And you guys are actively looking for spaces that would fit their budget and their size. And, and even maybe, stretch them a little bit to facilitate growth. Um, and so I just appreciate the relationship with Woodworth Commercial. It's been absolutely, um, you know, crucial to our growth. And, you know, we are just getting started here. We feel like we have a absolutely. huge vision for where we want to go. And I was just talking to a, a new client of ours about, you know, the basement where we're screen printing. And I'm already thinking about how we're going to blow out the walls and fill up that whole other side of that basement with automatic screen printers. And, you know, obviously we got to get the work first, but it'll come, you know, Knowing that no matter what we do, uh, you know, we're on a long-term lease here, but I know that if there comes a point where we're just like, this isn't working, Woodworth Commercial is going to help us find the next thing. And so I appreciate the relationship. I appreciate working with you guys and what you guys do. And um, I just think it's awesome. So I, I would say to those listening, if you're, you have an idea, but you don't know where to go, you, like you're really good at, you make the best cookies that have ever been made. You know, I don't know if we right. need another bakery in town, but just an example. Yeah. You have the best cookies that ever made and you know that there's a business idea there. And, you know, I would say reach out to Woodworth, tell them what you want, and, and they're going to be able to help you start small and, and grow where you need to go. Absolutely. And call Leo. Leo's super helpful. Randy's too busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, what's going on today? Like right now, what's going on with Woodworth Commercial that you know – that the community should really know about or some things coming up or maybe some buildings coming, the businesses coming that people should get excited about. So one that I've been super excited about um, is, is the addition of Sakura. So Sakura is a hibachi sushi and Thai restaurant. Yes. Um, we're, we're doing the build out right now. Um, things are starting about within a week. Where Lula's um, used to be, right? Where Lula's used to be. So South Washington street. Um, and I've had their food before. It's phenomenal. I'm super excited to see them come to Owasso. Um, they do sushi. They do. Oh, I love they sushi. Do phenomenal sushi. Um, and their hibachi. I mean, like New York strip bowls for sixteen bucks. I mean, delicious oh. food, and it's like not priced the price way for, that you would price expect. for Owasso. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, their their first locations in Jackson, and my first experience there, I was so blown away. I was like, we got to have this, yeah. right? Awesome. So. We worked really hard. We got that going. Um, another great new development that just uh, just dropped today is that Corey Shook of buying the Matthews Building just yeah. closed on it. Yeah. Um, super. And this will be airing. That. This will be airing a little bit later. So right. this is old news. Not old news, but this has already happened. So it's safe to do it. But yeah, the super exciting thing. Yeah, super absolutely. We're, thing. we're super excited. Um, Corey Shook's been 
you know, instrumental in our community for developing things that, sure. you know, blighted properties and, and taking them and having vision. She's and a visionary. She, yep. She's great at that. So, you know, we love working with that too. Yep. That That's part of our, our general plan is like, we want to bring these communities up and yeah. she's an excellent person to do that. Well, and even if you're not looking to start a business, you're just looking for a good investment. Absolutely. Commercial is specializes in helping with that as well. And that's kind of where Randy is with me right now in this journey of now that we've got the space and we don't foresee needing new space for a very long time. Now he's really pushing me to start investing in real estate and, you know, having that uh, passive income that everybody talks about. And so always kind of pushing me to get out of my comfort zone. And so, you know, I think that, um, man, if, you know, review from Tony Nash and AZ Branding Solutions, if that's you, anything that we just talked about describes you, you got to start there, give them a call, talk to them, and uh, they're going to actively help you with that process. Absolutely. And that that's kind of one of the, I would say like misconceptions that I deal with a lot is like, I've helped people with nearly no money invest, right? Um, there are ways to get into real estate that you wouldn't even consider, or most people just wouldn't know. Um, and I, that's what I love to do. I want to see my friends get deals. I want to see people I know succeed and, and take that next step and build these investment accounts. Um, so investing is a big part of what I do personally, and it's a big part of what I teach. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Well, give them a call. Absolutely. I think it's, it's a must if that's you and that describes you, or if you're maybe you're a little hesitant to help you get that little bit of courage that it takes to take the next step. Um, Side note, do you have any idea what's going in across from Home Depot, that big build out there? You'll never guess. It's not another pot shop, is it? Oh my goodness. How you many does it. how many <laughs> it's big. It's a it huge is. Build. So how many I, does this little community? We, need? We've all been trying to reach the owners of that one. So if he sees this podcast, give us a call. Okay. Um, but uh I believe there's gonna be three or four suites there. And okay. there the the pot shop I think is only gonna take one or two of those. Gotcha. But that's what that's as far thing. as in terms of information as we okay. could get. Just curious. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah, it seems like we're a little saturated in that area in the market. But hey, it is, I'm sure but... somebody did a study and they know what they're doing. So, yeah. um, all right. So on top of you know commercial real estate and um, the things that you do there, you also are a firefighter. I so am. Tell us a little bit about that. So I've been in the fire service for about five years now. Um, also an EMT. Um, and really got into it. My, my grandparents on both sides were fire chiefs. Um, so my mom's grandfather was, or my mom's dad was fire chief of Redford. Um, and my dad's grandfather was uh, fire chief of Lansing. So it, it was kind of a family thing. None of my relatives did it. My uncles, nieces, nephews, nobody, nobody's really taken the, the torch. Mm -hmm. And I, I just saw it as a huge opportunity to carry on the family tradition and the family name of, of service. Um, so got into it, um, met with, uh, Mike Ardeline, uh, chief of mm -hmm. Wasso township fire and told him like, Hey, I'm, I'm super interested. Um, and right away he was like, Hey man, young guys, we need them. Um, and we always do. So if you guys ever do know of anybody that's like, Hey, this guy is a servant to his community and he could, he could be help helpful. Um, there's a lot of things you can do on a fire department. So, yeah. you know, join the fire service. Um, I love it. it. It's one of my passions and joys in life is getting to help. Um, I've been able, I've been less able to do as much of it now, um, sure. just because the real estate is 
so big. I mean, I was working till 10 o'clock last night. Yeah, like it, I get it. Part, part of it, it's, you got to have the family and the, and the work that pays the bills first. But sure. you know, I couldn't imagine what my life would be like without that service. Um, it really, it forms who I am. Yeah. Part of your core values. Right. We appreciate your service and what you're doing Thanks. there. And, um, I, uh, I think obviously everybody should find a way to give back and you know, talk to my kids about this. I'm actually teaching a class at my church to young college age students. And one of the things we're talking about is whatever you determine your life's purpose is going to be your, your career, the way you're going to make money. There should always be something in there that you're doing. That's not just to serve yourself, right? You're serving your community or serving your family or serving your church. Like it, it's, it will complete you as an individual. It will make you have a more fulfilled life if you're giving of your time and talents to help something else besides you. And if you're only the type of person that's serving yourself, whether that be just, I want to get this fat bank account, so I'm going to do whatever it takes to get that and not think about how that you know, is impacting others. And sometimes a fat bank account can really help other people. So right. there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that purpose has to be balanced with a mission to serve I th- and give back. I think back. purpose is the right word. Like I, I don't think without service to other people, what is purpose, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I don't exist on this world for myself. Right. So, and that's I don't, becoming a lost trait these days. It is. There's and a I, lot of self-service out there. And I think that that is a big contributor to a lot of issues that we have, right? Is that like people, they, they find this like inward tract of like, man, I, I really, I'm struggling with depression. I'm struggling with anxiety. I'm sorry. And not that, not to discount those things, but I've found that like when I have the most struggles with that kind of thing, my, me servicing others and servicing my community is like a way to foster this, this hope of, of grand gesture. Right. Absolutely. You know, building up a community is something that it, it builds a lot of purpose. Yeah, and I think the the philosophy of in life, be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Exactly. You see things you don't like in your community. You see things you don't like in your family, your marriage, your business. Then, you know, everybody can point out issues. Right. That's not hard. But being the type of person that doesn't just point out the issues but has a solution. And, um, you know, I think, you know, even me, like, there's some confusion locally here about this new parking ordinance. Absolutely. About commercial vehicles. <laughs> and I have a commercial vehicle that's gotten eight tickets. And mm-hmm. there's the ordinance says that this does not apply to commercial vehicles. It's it's registered as a commercial vehicle. It's insured as a commercial vehicle. Talk to the parking guy. He, he said that uh, that really only applies to, uh, like, FedEx and that type. So... Maybe I have it wrong, mm-hmm. but what I've been advised by the this, this city is I need to go to city council. So I've already determined that when I do that, I'm not going to just go present an issue, but right. I'm trying to think of, here are some proposed solutions to make this better for everybody. Now, they may not take those. They may say, thank you for your time, and it might just go by the wayside, but I'm not going to just be the person that goes and complains. Right. I want to go say, all right, how can, there's a lot of people that feel different ways about this parking situation. It's yeah. a tense issue. Some people think it's great. Some people think it's dumb. Some people think it's unnecessary. Regardless, I have my own opinions, but if I'm going to go present a problem, I also want to come with a solution. So I just think in life, I try to make it a practice to not just be a complainer right. or someone that's you know always sees the negative, but how can I use my time, talents, treasure to improve the situation? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think the parking thing is a great, <laughs> Yeah, it's a great, great 
problem right now because it's yeah. it's very highlighted in our community. Well, for sure. I mean, obviously, I think the philosophy of having a place for our customers first and foremost is absolutely key. We need to. Absolutely. There's a lot of debate on whether or not that's a real issue. Do people mm -hmm. not have a place to park? It seems like on or Ball Street, which is right next to us, there's plenty of parking. Right. But, you know, some people have clearly said that it's not. Um, and so I, I believe just think that like in terms of your solution thing, I would have zero issue paying a yearly parking pass fee yeah. or something along those lines. It's just uh, like right now filming this podcast. We're right. going to be in here for a couple hours. My yeah. car's parked outside. I'm well, probably getting a ticket. And I already and I have clients that come into our business. We're not a like a, a come in and shop. We're right. come in and let's spend a half a day planning strategically. So I have customers in here. Like I just had a customer that was here for almost three hours doing a podcast and doing a tour. I don't know if they got a ticket or not, but that wasn't a great customer experience for them. If I tell them to park two blocks away, right. they're a customer also. So there's that challenge. And also I've had several of the businesses now that are in front of the parking lot where we're all supposed to park that are saying now their customers don't have anywhere to park. So, you know, I've gone there and that parking lot's been full where what meanwhile ball and exchange are wide open. Right. So again, like it's easy to say, here's the problem, but always easy provide to some solutions. So I've come up with a couple things that I'm going to present and we'll see what happens. But as a part of this community, I don't want to, you know, perpetuate a problem. I want to help solutions. So Absolutely. I think, I think, uh, you know, I like where we're taking this. I don't think we intended to kind of talk about that, but I think <laughs> right. it's, it's an important mindset for people to have to be willing to give back, to serve, and especially, you know, in your community. It's a and place... to get involved. I mean, like, like you said, city council, I don't know that many friends that are my age that go to city council meetings. Right. It's your community. Right. Go yeah. get involved. And someday go. it's going to be your kid's community. Exactly. So how are you leaving it for them? Exactly. And, and these things aren't set in stone. It's, it's a committee of people that are for the community. Like, you go there to pitch your ideas. You bounce things off. Sometimes they stick. Sometimes they don't. But it's like... Big picture, if you want to be a part of what this community looks like five years from now, being involved is important. Get involved. Yep, absolutely. So word to the wise, if we cut the podcast there, that was great. I think that was great advice, not just because we gave it, but something that it's proven, you know, and it's it's, it's impacted both of us and our communities well. And uh, we're really big on, you know, what we can do to give back to the community. So I want to move on to a segment that we've in introduced this year. It's called 50 right. Questions. People think this is a long segment. It really goes quick because it's rapid-fire questions. But okay. this just gives our audience you know, the opportunity to get to know you really well in a short amount of time. So All right. we're going to fire them off. Are you ready? Fire away. All right. Um, how did you start your day today? I started my day today with a shower and a yogurt. Good start to the day. It was a great day. Um, we love the the mustache, perfect for a firefighter. How Thank long you. did it take you to grow that beautiful mustache? Twelve minutes, fifty eight seconds. That's quick. I sneezed before the podcast, and it was gone. <laughs> if you could spend the day with anyone in the world, who would that be? Alive or dead? Alive. Alive. I would say. I think I would be good friends with Jack Black. That's a I good would one. like to hang out with Jack Black. What for would you do with Jack Black? Honestly, I want to just like, I think he'd be a great friend. I think we'd jam out. We'd play some music. We'd, you know, I just, I like his presence with people. He yeah. seems to be a, you know, a sunshine to the world. I think we'd be <laughs> homies very, very quickly. Love that. Um, what is one thing you'd love to master? I would love to master welding. Hmm. 
I think I've ever I'm, heard that one before. That's a good one. I'm very, uh, I think that welding is an art. I would like to know how to do it. All right. This is a Casey question. Were you a cat, a dog, or a moose in your previous life? Moose. <laughs> a moose. Moose. <laughs> of course. For sure. Um, are you a caller or a texter? Caller. Who's the last person you called? My mom. Where were you? It's every day. Yeah, good for you, ma'am. Where were you born and raised? Williamson, Michigan. What is your favorite guitar that you own? Ooh, I own a, uh, it's like a 50s, probably like a 56, 57 Tiesco guitar. It's an old Spanish electric guitar. Very cool. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So do you play, uh, what, what type of guitar do you play? Any type of guitar? Yeah, honestly, uh, I'm like just good enough to sound great on a lot of instruments, but I'm not like <laughs> phenomenal. I, I wouldn't take gotcha. the stage typically, but. <laughs> like dead? Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the most annoying thing that Randy Woodworth does in the office? We all got to know. Ooh. <laughs> Don't get yourself in trouble, but give us the tea. So th- this one's more recent. There, there's been this habit of he, he shuts his door for a meeting in my offices, if, if you know, right, there. right next to it. Yep. He shuts his door for a meeting and then he, he yells through the door and the wall to like get your attention. And it'll just be like, you'll hear Leo, Leo, Leo. And it just starts getting like louder and louder. Just until let it I'm go. Like, oh yeah. Let it like, go. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me he needs to get an intercom system. <laughs> right. Um, what listing do you have right now that has the most potential upside? Ooh, upside. Um, well, we are just about to list one of my personal properties um, that uh, it's going to be 115 East Main Street. Haven't Hasn't hit the market yet, but we've been talking about putting that online. Um, that's got four apartments and a commercial user. It's all leased up. It's like a turnkey, you know, ready to go building. So Awesome. Um, what type of business do you want to see in that space? Or, you know, ideally, what are some things you'd like to see? So that space, it, it has a kitchen. Right now it's K9 University. Love those guys. Um, they they use the space. We designed for, their logo. Yeah. 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 Fun with that. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're just like the, the nicest family and I love their business. I just love the kitchen too. So I want to yeah. figure out a way. I, I don't care. I've been trying to get them to like. You guys make dog biscuits. Like, yeah. do something do with something the kitchen. With the, yeah, for sure. Because I, w- I would love to see more food options in Owasso. For sure. Um, what have you done for the very first time recently? Um, fished the Shiawassee River. Right. Um, so I, I went fly fishing probably five or six years ago in the Shy, but like, this is the first time that I've ever just been like, all right, I'm going to go fishing. I went with uh, David, David Hood Jr. Yeah, I think I saw you guys post some stuff about that. Yeah, we went and ripped a couple lips for a few hours. And <laughs> Lip ripping. Yeah, it was a great time. In 10 years, what will you regret doing way too much of? Honestly, probably uh, probably poking and scrolling. I do, I do a little <laughs> bit of doom scrolling, especially yeah. like laying in bed at night. I've probably lost like an hour of sleep every night oh, yeah. because I just like I lay down and get caught up with the Facebook and Easy. the... You know, TikTok is the worst because, like, if YouTube, all the videos, like, 20, 30 minutes, like, I'm not going to click on a 20, 30-minute right. video. But with TikTok, you can burn through 20, 30 minutes, like, 15 seconds at a time oh, or 30 yeah. seconds. You don't realize, like, how much time you're burning. TikTok so, is the most dangerous thing Yeah, highly. If you've never right used now. it, don't start. It's highly addictive. 
I can't um, stop. It's worse than nicotine, <laughs> man. I, I'm I'm there with you, man. Um, let's see here. And uh, if you could resurrect, this goes back to kind of what we were talking about earlier. If you could resurrect one person from history and place them in today's world, who would that be? Hmm. Let me think about that one. Come, come back, back to that it. one. Okay. What is your favorite thing about Owasso? I, I love Owasso's people. The downtown is a very tight-knit community. What is a perfect dessert for Leo Deason? Chocolate chip cookies, specifically Lily's. Just some milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Lily, Lily's chocolate chip cookies don't need milk. Yeah. You know, you get me off on a tangent here, but, you know, you don't really need to do much with a cookie other than... It's chocolate chip. You don't need oatmeal, no, raisins, else. you know, frosting. It's the right texture. Chocolate chip. Chocolate That's chip. It. That's, That's a cookie. It. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, what is the strangest nickname that you've ever been given? Um, My nickname in high school and still my gamer tag on Xbox is Red Rocket. Red Rocket? Yep. That was always, <laughs> that was always one of them. So one of my friends calls solid. me Lunchbox. That's <laughs> solid. Um... What is the most important quality that a successful person should have? I think the most important quality is happiness. Agreed. Highly underrated quality. Highly what is underrated. a daily habit everyone should do? Um, everyone should take two minutes and just like think about their entire day, map it out, put it in your schedule, whatever, and then just like unplug for two minutes. You know, I usually take about 15 minutes. I do it every morning. You know, I shower. I stand in front of the mirror, I get my calendar out, make sure I get everything squared away, and then I just take five minutes, I go get a cup of coffee, have a yogurt, whatever, but I don't touch my phone, I don't think about anything but that breakfast. I think a lot of people have the to-do list. I'm a big fan of the today list, I call mm-hmm. it. So what do I have to get done today? Because the to-do list is ending, right? never ending. But the to, to the today list is, is very important. Um, what is your favorite fast food I'm a big Taco Bell guy. Yeah. Cheesy Gordita Crunch, man. Which Beef Supreme Chalupa. Oh, nice. <laughs> that is also good. I, I mean, the whole menu. I, I could have the whole menu. I love, I love Taco Bell. It's good and not good for you. Right. Um, I would argue it's the best for you. Out of any of them. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, well, it'll keep the digestive system. Carbs. It'll keep the digestive system That's moving true. for sure. That's you true. almost <laughs> have to eat it on the toilet. Um, what uh, is your go-to karaoke song, Leo? Ooh, I have two. Um, I big fan of tub thumping. Like I get knocked down. Okay. Love that one. All right. Um, also send me on my way. Rusted roots. That's wow. a big crowd pleaser. Those are tough karaoke songs. They are, but I'm an entertainer. Yeah, I, I, I want to be the up people. there cutting a rug. You know, <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I'd like to see that someday. <laughs> Set it up. Get a AZ karaoke night going. As a local fireman, do you have a friendly rivalry with any particular police officer? Ooh, so my uh. My girlfriend's brother is a detective for the troopers, and we we have some stories. Yeah, some some rivalries. Yeah, talk. I could I could reference some dash cam footage of uh, some scenes we were on. <laughs> we won't make you do that. Oh, love it. Who is your favorite person to FaceTime? So I have a friend, Chase Robinson. He's he's probably my favorite. We have this habit where I I don't FaceTime a lot of people. But whenever we're in a bad situation, we FaceTime each other. So, like, if he wrecks his car, he'll be sitting in the ditch upside down, and I'll get a FaceTime call. His hair will be hanging up. Like, it's just, like, a funny <laughs> thing we do, but we've done it over the years. 
Favorite sport? Big golfer. Favorite way to spend a Sunday? Ah, oh, man. Right lately, it's been fishing, golfing. Um, might, might hit uh, little video games, get some relaxing time. Sounds great. Describe yourself as a kid. I was a lot as a kid. High energy? High energy. Um, ADHD. I'm all over the place. I, I, I'm sure I was a lot. But I, w- I was happy. I was nice. You know? Yeah. I, I wasn't like a big troublemaker, but I was a lot. I'm sure there are some epic jam sessions throughout history with Jeff Deason. Oh, yeah. A.K.A. Pops. Yep. Um, what is your guys' best song to play together that just, it makes it makes beautiful music? Um, my favorite song that we've ever played together, at one time I went down and sang Creep with my dad, and he had the whole Dirt Surfers yeah. crew, and like yeah. we, we were jamming out. And I that, that was probably like my favorite. That was a moment? Yeah, that, that was, was my favorite moment. little moment, just in the basement, you know? <laughs> yes. Well, if you have the video, send it. We'll pop it in the podcast Oh, okay, here. Yeah. okay. What advice would you give to your 16-year-old self? Um, don't sell your first car, you idiot. <laughs> what was Why it? Why did you sell it? It was it was my 1978 Chevy Malibu. Got it when I was wow. 13. Wow. Two-door? I, yep, two-door. I built it. It was 455 big block Pontiac. Wow. I mean, it was an awesome car, and I was so broke in college that like the muscle car had to go, and this- I still regret it. For years and years, I drove a minivan because I have all these kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And at one point, we had two minivans. And we got to the point where we outgrew the minivan and uh, you know, we had the SUV, but I, you know, still didn't have my own cool car. And I hadn't had a cool car since high school. So I bought a Camaro. Love it. I loved it. But then I had the opportunity to buy the print shop and I needed some cash. So I sold the Camaro and I miss it every day. Yeah. And I, now I'm driving a minivan again. I drive the AZ van everywhere because, you know, when you're a business owner, that's what you do, right? Right. Um, we'll get another Camaro someday. Someday. I, I'm telling myself I'll get a Malibu as well. Yes. Uh, when is the first time you truly felt successful? Um, honestly, it was probably like my first deal in real estate. Um, it was not a big money deal, but it was like seeing like a tenant like cry. Like, like literally this girl was like crying. She was like, this is, you know, my first step as a business owner. And it like clicked with me. It was like, this is a, this is a purpose, right? Yeah. This is something I can do for people. Love that. What is a must read book? Um, I just did 75 hard. So I read a lot of books during that time. <laughs> yes. Um, I would say the four agreements, okay. I think was probably my favorite. I'll have to check that one out. Um, favorite podcast. I, I got to plug this one. Oh, wow. Hear that, Randy? I have video footage of Randy saying that this is his favorite podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you started it all, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, he, I have video. And then so now that he has his own, I'm like, I, I gotta, <laughs> I'm going to play that back like Randy. Yeah, I listen to this, this one. Is, I listen to um, The Art of Charm is another great podcast. Huh? They, they just go into like psychology of, of you know, knowing people and, and how to build friends and, and you know, networks. And Very cool. I, I love that one as well. You're stranded on an island, one album for the rest of your life. What do you What do you got? Am I trying to get off the island or no? You're stranded, man. This is it. The only album you're going to ever be able to listen to. I mean, yeah, you're probably I, always trying, but you're stranded. I think if I did like EDM, Cotton Eye Joe, I'd find a way off that island. Okay. You know, but if, if keep, I had like... Keep you pumped up. Yeah, exactly. But if I had like uh, just one CD, it'd probably be like the Live Aid Queen. 
All right. You know. All right. Recording. Good choice. That. Must binge TV series. Ooh, I my two favorite TV shows of all time. Ted Lasso, one okay. of them. Haven't seen it yet. Gotta try Dude. it. Yeah. Gotta check it out. Tony. <laughs> Everyone keeps telling me that. Forget forget every I think Ted Lasso is the greatest show that's come out in my lifetime. Really? I'm not kidding. Oh, wow. It is that's a strong endorsement. It is a strong endorsement and I mean it. I mean right. you'll watch it and you'll say, Yep, Leo's so right. Thank you. All right. Another I'll great one on shrinking. Shrinking. shrinking was another great one either. Yeah. All right. Um, would you rather bake or cook? I'm not a cook at all. I'm, either? I'm neither. Neither? Yeah. You grill? L- Lily does all of that. No grilling? You know, I will. I, Lil- Lily's like almost vegetarian. She yeah. she really eats <laughs> a lot of uh, veggies and stuff. So I I will cook the meat, but I, I don't really cook at all. If Hollywood made a movie about you, who would you like to see cast as you? I always thought of myself as a Jason Siegel guy. All right. I can you see know? that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I can Happy see that. Happy-go-lucky rom-com guy. He's funny, know? too. Apple or Android? Apple. Blue bubbles. Michigan State or Michigan? MSU. Favorite quote? Uh, my favorite quote is also my, it's a cheers. It's it's something we we do at the bars, but it was a long standing. My mom did it in high school. And it's some friends may come, some friends may go, some friends may peter out, you know. But peter out or peter in, we're all friends until the end. Solid. It's like an old Irish one. proverb or something. Yep. Yeah. Um, one last meal. What are you eating? Oh, mom's spaghetti, Lily's cookies, probably sushi. I'd like you like and Eminem with the sushi. mom's spaghetti. Yep. <laughs> oh, my my mom makes great spaghetti. All right. With with that Coles like cheap garlic bread. Yeah. That's like what it's I like. The best stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's like potato chips. The cheaper the bag, the oh, better yeah. the flavor. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Favorite place you've ever been? Um, so I went on a motorcycle trip um, down through Georgia and Tennessee's and stuff. I ended up in Lake Lure, um, which I think is in one of the Carolinas. Um, but Lake Lure, Lure, L-U-R-E, beautiful place. All right. Um, you have, uh, I already asked you that one. What is success to Leo Deason? I think success is, is happiness and freedom answer one random fact about you that most people wouldn't know tough one i don't i don't know if i have a great random fact Come back to that one yeah yeah totally irrational fear i don't think any of my fears are irrational they're all very very I, common i think they're very rational reasonable I, i'm horrified <laughs> of space like outer space outer space don't i don't want to go up there man <laughs> that's a little irrational man it's because the likelihood irrational. of you going there is very small so it's a little like well yeah okay. it's not something to worry about. like my but wife's afraid of sharks asks, i'm like you're never gonna see a shark i think in my lifetime it's gonna be a common thing to be able to go up to outer right. space hey. and and i you will absolutely not i'm You'll right here terrified of it rounded not a chance <laughs> all right uh we've seen you boogie down on video we have yep. video proof uh what's your go-to dance move oh i you know, I build my own for the moment. I, I wouldn't call, call it the Leo. One or the other, yeah. I'm just the, the I'm Uncle the Leo. L- Lily would say I, I do a lot of stirring the pot. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe flipping the cookies. I'm, I'm big on the that Q-tip. one. Oh yeah, I like it. Um, what is your love language? Um, I would say acts of service. Too. Um, if you could broadcast a message to the entire world, what would it be? Just take a breath, you know, take, take a deep breath, 
take a look at your life, say like, am I going where I want to go? And if not, change something. You know, you got one life to live, do it. We get one shot. Yep. What is your proudest achievement to date? To date, so I actually thought I would say I would say like either fire or EMT school was a was a big one for me. Um also I so I'm a drone pilot. I have wanted to go to pilot school for a long time and that was like the intro to aviation exam or whatever. And I, I took it and passed it, just like took grabbed the book, studied yeah. and took it. And I was pretty proud that I was able to do that. Yeah. Very cool. Um, something important you've learned in your life that would help others succeed. Um, I think that taking that first step, I, I know we've kind of reiterated that, but like knowing that, Hey, I want to make a change. I want to do something with this. Even if you don't really know what that is, if you take a tiny step every day, yeah, it turns into these incremental giant changes, right? I mean, I just did 75 hard. I, I know you've gone through 75 hard. I lost like, you know, almost 40 pounds and it, it didn't seem that hard. Oh. It's it, all it was, was a time commitment, the daily discipline of it. Yep. Right. And that's the discipline is where, you know, you're going to see those incremental changes turn it, into a it, different life for you. And it builds your confidence. Like if I can do that, I can do this. And Absolutely. I'll, a lot of people just never even try. I mean, this is this, I always send my podcast off with you can't and never could until you tried. Right. Something my mom used to beat into me because, you know, she would talk about what it really means to try. It's not just saying that you did it and you didn't like it, but like really try, you know, really give it a go and put effort into it. And yeah, I have um, a, I have a strong after 75 hard, I, I would plug that to anybody. I have a strong sense that I could do anything for 75 yeah, days. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, in your opinion, what sets successful people apart from unsuccessful? I think greatly successful people care about others. Love that. Um, okay, we're going to go back to the two questions you didn't get because we're okay. at number 50. The one okay. was, if you could resurrect one person from the dead, who would it be? And we're just placing him in today's world. Place him in today's world. Yep. Who, who would you put back here? Who was the silent film actor? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, the guy that, that Jim Carrey played? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, I think I'd bring him back. I know who you're talking about for, for no reason. Yeah. Other than the fact that I think it'd be awesome to just have him in existence. Yeah. He's a cool dude. Same, doing the same thing. Okay. I can't remember his name. Mike might have to Google that for yeah, us. Yeah. We, we can put it in a little. He played in a movie called Man on the Moon. They made a movie about him called Man on the Moon. Mm -hmm. And Jim Carrey played in it. I can't remember. He was also in the the show Taxi. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know who you're talking about. I just can't think yeah, of his I name. But Mike is going to tell us here in a minute. And then random fact about you. Um, I mean, most people know I'm a big car guy. Random fact Which, is Well, that let's just go this. Favorite all time. Like you could have any, not like a newer car, but like an old muscle car. What's your favorite? I really love the oddball stuff. So I like... I, I'm my family's a big Mopar family. I really yeah. like like the '62 Darts and Plymouth wow, yeah. Furies. You know, kind with the boxy, weird, yeah. yeah, the boxy and the weird chrome and the, yeah. you know, the ugly front ends. Big car guy, yep. But I, I just you love just like the, him. I love the big ugly. So you probably weird like ones. the Ford Falcon, the Ford love Galaxy. That. Yep, yep, <laughs> love that. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, the old, the old Impalas. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, one, one of my future cars will be like a, a Cornette 440 or 500. Right. Yeah. You know, I love those. It's amazing boxes. how fast those old, big old, like huge cars are. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, figure it out yet? Yeah. It's, uh... 
Andy Kaufman. That's who it was. Yep. Yep. Andy Kaufman. Bring him back. Yeah. Bring back Andy. (laughs) That's the first time we've ever had that answer. Hey. All right, man. Question number 50. We made it. Are you ready? Awesome. Yep. We've talked a lot about happiness this podcast. Something I talk about a lot. But with everything going on in your life right now, what makes you most happy these days? Um, Honestly, taking that 15-minute break of just solidarity and just like looking at my life. It, every day it brings me a little bit of happiness just to be like, all right, you know what? The last week, maybe this went wrong. Maybe that went wrong. But like I did this great thing for this person. And if I think that if I can do that once a week for the rest of my life and really make an impact, oh. I, I could, I can infect a million people with, with happiness. Awesome. Well, you heard it here, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Studio audience, round of applause. All three of us, right? <laughs> we appreciate your time. We appreciate you giving to the community and appreciate you sharing the good advice, man. Yeah, absolutely. And Thanks uh, so much for having me. Yeah, I love, love being on here. Absolutely, man. And uh, get to know Leo. He's a good dude. Great for our community. If you have a business idea, if you have a you know an idea that's maybe good for somebody else, but you want to run it by him, if you want to start investing, uh, reach out. Uh, Leo's a good guy, and he'll be able to help you and uh, take that advice to heed. But before I let you go, I'm going to we ask our guests to look into that camera and plug whatever you want to plug, man. So plug whatever you want to. You want to plug Woodworth. You want to take plug, that first step. Call Woodworth that. Commercial today. Beautiful. That's the thumbnail right there. So, <laughs> well, thanks again, man. We appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, absolutely appreciate it. Thank you for watching. As my mother always said, you can't and never could until you tried. So go out there and try something great, my friends. And don't take the easy way out. We'll see you next time.